You're listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. The Winter Olympic Games kick off next Friday from Pyeongchang, South Korea. We wait for our favorite sports, speed skating, bobsled, curling, as we do every four years. But this year comes with an extra layer of intrigue. The Russians have been officially banned from the games, though their athletes can compete if they can prove they're clean of performing enhancing performance-enhancing drugs. And the South Koreans and North Koreans will present as a united team at these Winter Games, despite deep political and practical divisions. WDIV news anchor Devin Skillian goes to the locations of the Olympic Games ahead of the events so he can tell us about those places and those cultures. And tonight, we will visit Pyeongchang with Devon at 8 p.m. on a special called Korea Rising, the 2018 Winter Games on Channel 4 WDIV. Joining me now to talk about his trip and that work is Devin Skillian, the evening news anchor on WDIV Channel 4. Devin, welcome back. Hey, Stephen. Good to see you. It's always good to, good to be with you. you. Uh, interesting aside, by the way, it didn't get as much attention this week. The Russian Paralympic team... Okay. Got banned. Oh, it did. The doping program extended to Expand, the athletes with disabilities. Oh, oh that's there's something. It's amazing, really, isn't it? There's yeah. something really heartbreaking about that. Yes. Isn't there? Yes. Oh, yeah. Good grief. Yeah. Um, so, as I said, you always go to the city that's going to host the Olympics before the Olympics uh, kick off. I think it's such a wonderful sort of approach to the idea of these games that it's not just about sport. Yeah. It's about culture, and in some time, in some cases, it's about politics and geopolitical uh, dynamics. Um, there, there, there could be no more interesting setup yeah. uh, for that in yeah. this time, I think, than going to South Korea, uh, going to Pyeongchang. Uh, first of all, tell me about. Pyeongchang uh, and where that is and yeah. what role that even plays in in the Korean peninsula. Well, that's part of the, you know, part of the real opportunity of hosting the games is not only to introduce your nation or a city to the rest of the world, but it can be a chance to really create development around an area that before hasn't had a lot that of That didn't it. have it, yeah. And Pyeongchang is in the very northeastern corner of the country, and it's an area where a lot of Koreans haven't visited either. Uh, it had always kind of been, there's, there's been a highway between Seoul and Pyeongchang. It's about a three, three and a half hour drive. Uh -huh. But now there is this beautiful new super highway wow. and a high speed rail line, which is, so you've created all this infrastructure that stays a lot longer than the two weeks of the games uh, around the game. This is part of why people are willing to fall all over themselves and fight to get these the mail games. to get the games yeah. because uh, the, the two weeks of the games is one thing the legacy uh, is another and you can do a lot with it like they did in Sydney mm -hmm. like they did in London or it can all fall apart after you leave like they have like it has in Athens mm -hmm. and like some people believe is going to happen well and it already happen, is happening in Rio right uh, so it's it's a real I've always been fascinated by the gambit uh, of the games, but now this this added political intrigue that yeah. you mentioned, because Pyeongchang is about forty five minutes from the DMZ from the the border with North yeah, Korea. Yeah, right? and uh, our our trip to the DMZ was just one of the most fascinating days I've ever had on the job. It's just this, you know, you're you're, you're kind of nervous as you're headed there. It's sure. a little bit tense, and you get there and you realize. There's like families practically picnicking on their trip to the DMZ. It's a really casual kind of thing. It's not as big a deal to them as it is to us. Maybe. Not at all. But that border, on one side of it, you have the world's fastest Wi-Fi. 
which is in South Korea. Mm-hmm. On the other side, you got people who we've learned have occasionally resorted to eating grass to stay alive. Right. So these the two Koreas, it, it just couldn't be more stark and makes it all the more fascinating. And and talk about the role then that these games are playing in that tension. Uh, yeah. I mentioned that the North Korean and South Korean athletes will present at least as a united team yeah. Uh, yeah. at the Winter Games. Um, that that seems like progress from the outside. You but would think, is it? <laughs> I guess. Right? I think to most of us on the outside, we've we've kind of looked like uh, that. The end game has always been reunifying the two Koreas, right? And for a long time, that's exactly what it was. Because when the two Koreas divided at the end of the Korean War, you had families that were all of a sudden separated and couldn't see each other, and there was this longing across the thirty eighth parallel forever. That longing has dissipated more and more because as time has passed, they don't feel like they know those people over there Right, is kind of the way it was presented to me. And so I think to a lot of South Koreans, particularly young ones, the idea of reunification is a little horrifying <laughs> because you're talking about 25 million refugees. Right basically, that, that South Korea is probably not set up to handle yeah. and accommodate. The, the idea that people, if they could, would leave the north uh, yeah, and yeah. and go to the south i mean uh, that's that's not how we i think imagine it as americans i think we imagine well they would all just sort of live in harmony <laughs> and yeah. and everyone in north korea would get the benefits of what's in south korea that that that, that that's and i think that's the idea that we're seeing and yeah let's let's have these two teams let's have these two nations put a unified team together which they've done for instance with the women's hockey team yeah. well what that meant though to south koreans was there were a lot of uh, women who had worked their tail off to be on that team who suddenly found themselves on the outs because you know, we're going to add some North Koreans, which seemed very unfair to a lot of uh, South Koreans. And it, it, I think some of them feel like we're having this idea of unification pushed on us through this peace process. And, and unification is something that they now they are completely fascinated and transfixed by life in North Korea. These soldiers who've made runs across the DMZ yeah. end up really captivating the imagination of South Koreans, and they follow the daily updates from the doctors on television. It's almost like huh. a, a K-drama, huh. as they call their soap operas. <laughs> um, so they're, they're riveted at, at, at the thinking of what is really going on over there. They're as mystified by it as the rest of us are. Yeah. But there is great pause. Uh, in fact, that's part of uh, last year they had a they they, they uh, impeached the first woman president ever in a corruption scandal. Yes. And the president who's replaced her, um, if there's a criticism in Korean uh, among Korean society about him, it's that he's a little too eager and a little too cozy with with this idea of uh, oh. coming together with North Korea. Wow. Uh, This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Devin Skillian, the evening news anchor at WDIV Channel 4. We are talking about the upcoming Olympics in South Korea. Devin, as is custom for him, goes to the city that is hosting the Olympics before the Games to check out the culture, the music, the cuisine, the political tensions, if they exist. Uh, And he puts them together into a special. Tonight, we will visit Pyeongchang with Devin at 8 p.m. on a special called Korea Rising, the 2018 Winter Games on Channel 4. Did you notice that there, Devin? I pronounced it the right way. Yes, you, I had to learn it too. <laughs> I was saying Pyeongchang. You know, it's an interesting thing because the capital of North Korea is Pyongyang. 
Is it? And the uh, this city is Pyeongchang. <laughs> so it, they're, they're, when they first, and this this will tell you the power of the Olympics. The city of Pyeongchang changed the official spelling of its name, so it wow. is now P Y E. Uh, O-N-G, capital C, right. H-A-N-G. Okay. They've capitalized the C almost as a way of saying Chong, not Yang. Not Yang, <laughs> yeah. wow, wow. So so talk about life in uh, on the on the Korean Peninsula yeah. in this in this place, the culture and the music and the cuisine. I know that's a big part of what you take in when you- I absolutely loved it. Yeah. I just really, I, I knew I was going to like it. I've liked just about everywhere that I've ever gone in the world, but I uh, I found South Korea absolutely fascinating and, and kind of wondrous in a way. Yeah. I ended up spending most of my time there trying to figure out if I was on a Hollywood set. There's got to be something <laughs> wrong with this right, place. Right? It's really hard to find. There's yeah. almost no crime to speak of. Uh, it's kind of hard to find poverty. I didn't see one- panhandler there because huh. that would just sort of and it's not that there isn't poverty it's just that it would be sort of bad korean form right to show your poverty to right. anyone you know <laughs> um but the food is fantastic uh of course you know k-pop the music is sort of taking over part of the world music scene and one of the things that i didn't i talked to a guy named uh, tim che who is american raised but now um, uh, it's like 26-year-old wonderkind venture capitalist who's leading a bunch of uh, efforts in, in Korea to get a venture capital sort of community going. And he was explaining to me that South Korea is a country that has absolutely no natural resources. Yes, that's right. So their natural resources are uh, soft exports right. like food, yeah. like K-pop music. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it, it's fascinating when you start to look at for a country that is about the size of Kentucky, right. the economic footprint of South Korea is unreal. It's huge. I had no, I don't think I had fully respected or understood <laughs> what Samsung really yeah. is. No, no, right. Uh, Samsung, we think of it, they, they make phones, obviously, they make televisions, they make lots of appliances. In fact, I think as a company, they have a larger footprint in the people's homes of the world than any other single than company. Else. But yeah. they also make ocean going ships, mm -hmm. they build the world's largest skyscrapers. It's a company that I guess that by some estimates makes up 15% of the of South Korean's GDP uh, one right. place it's this mythic ma you know massive thing and in fact the the president who was forced to right. resign right. was was caught up in a scandal that had to do with it, Samsung, it had to do. Right? It had to do with Sam. Well, it also had to do with. The, it kind of came on the heels of the president being impeached as they started. In fact, this is one of the absolutely fascinating things to me about Korea. If I as as I searched for social ills, <laughs> I, 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 it, this rules happy nation where everybody just does what they're supposed to. It's very Confucian that way. It's yeah. a very smooth running society until you get to the very highest levels of society <laughs> and you find that corruption is a problem. It's always in both thing, government right? and business, isn't it? Yes, yeah. so fascinating. Yeah. But. There's a legendary story. I didn't have time to, to put this in the special, but there's a legendary story that back in the 90s, when you and I were growing up, if you found that had something in your house that was made in, said made in Korea, it was you thought it was cheap, It was right? garbage, yeah. yeah. right. But in the early 90s, the uh, head of Samsung brought together about 2,000 employees, brought in a whole bunch of their goods, phones, fax machines, televisions, and started beating them all with a sledgehammer. They kept bringing in more and more. They eventually set this huge bonfire, and they burned about $50 million worth of stuff. Oh my and goodness. the employees are crying, and the, 
the, the head of the company at the time told them all, I want you to forget everything you know except your families. We are no longer going to be the old Samsung. We are go- wow. Quality is going to lead the way. Huh. And now... It, 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 it not is. only is Samsung, but it, it is infected. The, and now you've got things like Kia and Hyundai mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and LG. Uh, and now when you have something made in Korea, you expect it's probably going to be pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. You know, I'm always curious uh, when you go to uh, these cities, uh, what their impression of us mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. as well. And I think it's really easy as Americans to to believe that everybody – just sort of looks up to us or wants to be us, mm-hmm. but that's not always the not case. always the case. No, uh, no. And I would imagine that in that in South Korea in particular, yeah, there's probably a fair amount of Americanism uh, in in consumerism and 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 culture. But I don't know. I don't know that I would ascribe to them this idea that America is the greatest, and if we could only be like that, things would be fine. Well, um, they are one of those nations that is extremely Western centric. Um, I was surprised to learn there are more in in Asia. I guess I expected tea to be the thing. Well. <laughs> There are more Starbucks in Seoul than any other city in the world. Is that right? Which wow. is kind of stunning. Yeah. And so they've adapted this sort of coffee culture. Um, there is uh, the media feels very Western and sort mm. of, I mean, it, to a steroidal degree. Really? Uh, they're very media centric and media focused. Um, and it matters a lot to them how they're perceived. Now that K pop has started to show up in America, yeah. you know, it meant a big deal when Gangnam Style became yes. this worldwide hit. And now these boy bands of K pop are showing up on American award shows. Mm-hmm. They're very, very conscious of that. The interesting thing, the, the, the difference of uh, the very clear difference is that so I go there expecting that everybody's very worried about North. North Korea, and they're all rolling their eyes going, we've been dealing with this for 60, (laughs) 70 years. It's just life, right? (laughs) And they think that we're kind of, uh, at the other degree of it, we're sort of obsessed with, with the whole problem that they're kind of ignoring. Uh, They uh, kind of, uh, they've gotten very used to this tension. The one thing that most, that uh, when I talked politics with any of them though, Uh the one thing that most of them would allow, however, is that the difference in the whole thing now is President Trump. Yes. And they are very concerned about the uh, matching the North Korean hyperbole, which they've always heard, with now somebody matching it on hyperbole for hyperbole on Twitter. Wow. So that makes them, that, that, is, that has made them a little bit uh, uneasy. But yeah. there really is, almost by definition, because of the way that South Korea was created out of the Korean War with this alliance with the United States, there's a great friendship there that, yeah. that, I, th- I, th- that I felt. Yeah. Okay, Devin Skillian, evening news anchor on WDIV, uh, visited Pyeongchang and will air tonight at 8 p.m. doing very well with that pronunciation. I am. I'm working on it. (laughs) (laughs) He has a special called Korea Rising, the 2018 Winter Games. You can check it out tonight at 8 on Channel 4. All right, that's going to do it for me this week. I'll be back on Monday. I hope you will, too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, a community service of Wayne State University. We'll see you on Monday.